Hi, welcome to another episode of the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I'm your host, Kylie Gable. This week I don't have an interview. Um, we have a new recording uh, from Miss Jen Davis. It's called Spanked Into Skirts. It's one that I wrote specifically um, for her to do a recording of. Um, and I'm going to have Jen on next week, along with uh, Shayla Aspasia, who will have another book in the College Changes a Guy um, series. Um, however, this week, just a couple things I want to talk about before we get started. Um, the first one is that I have uh, my webpage has kind of been redesigned. Uh, KylieGable.com has links to pretty much every single place you could want to go to find stuff from me or by me. Um, audios, books, you name it. Sign up for the newsletter. That's at KylieGable.com. The other thing I want to announce, if you're over on Night Flirt, um, we have started a, um, well, I should say Claudia, has started a, a new uh, Night Flirt uh, profile. Uh, Ms. M.S. and then Candy Apple, two different words. This was actually originally Claudia's idea, and it's a chance for uh, you to find some of these audios on Night Flirt now, as well as Clips for Sale. But also, it's a chance for um, anybody who wants to talk to Claudia, I would recommend using her other profile, um, Authoritarian Claudia. It's, it's actually cheaper. But the Miss Candy Apple Pro, prof, bleh, Miss Candy Apple profile is really up just to give us a chance to sell sell content on Night Flirt, and she'll take calls there, she'll chat with you there as well. Um, but just kind of a kind of a fun little new thing. So please uh, check out Miss Candy Apple if you want to buy some of these audios and you don't want to go to Clips for Sale. Okay. Um, without further ado. Um, I'm going to play to this week's clip, and it's from Miss Jen Davis. It's called Spanked Into Skirts. And last time I had Jen on for an interview, she mentioned, you know, how much she really wanted to do uh, a spanking book. And I, I had sp some books with spanking in them, but I, I wrote one specifically with the idea of maximum spanking for Jen to record. And so she thinks it's the best one she's ever done. I think it's the best one she's ever done. It's definitely one of the top audios we, we've had on this podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. Here's Miss Jen Davis with Spanked Into Skirts. Spanked Into Skirts by Kylie Gable and Claudia Costa. Narrated by Miss Jen Davis. For mature audiences only. All characters are above the legal age. In retrospect, it was an incredibly silly idea. Two 18-year-olds being expected to share a house and a car while their parents were away on a months-long honeymoon was a recipe for chaos. John and Katie didn't really know very much about each other, and neither one particularly liked what little they did know about their new step-sibling. Even so, no one could have predicted Katie's rather unique solution to their heated rivalry. Day one had been a cold war, as each of them disdained the other and did their best to stay out of each other's way. 
That was just the calm before the storm. On their second day, their tempers ignited when Katie decided to use the car for a trip to the mall, derailing John's plan to go to the beach and hang out with his buddies. John was just getting out of the shower when he heard the front door close. He threw on a pair of shorts and dashed down the stairs as Katie and Ingrid climbed into the family's Ford Escapade. When Katie began to back the car down the driveway, John came rushing out of the house to stop them. Katie had left the driver's side window open, and John tried to reach into the car to grab the keys out of the ignition. His temper tantrum was such that he didn't stop to consider that this might damage the car, leaving them both without transportation. Katie did her best to fight him off, slapping at his thin arms and yelling at him to stop. But she was sitting in the driver's seat and trying to operate the vehicle at the same time. And that put her at a considerable disadvantage. Give me the damn keys, yelled John. Fuck you! It's my turn to have the car, insisted Katie. You're just going to the mall. You can do that any time, replied John. Now give me the damn keys now. Don't be such a bully, John. I would think you would be nice to your new sister, said Ingrid, trying to defuse the situation. Just because my old man is marrying her slutty mother doesn't make her my sister, spat John. Ingrid was shocked and disgusted, but Katie had sadly grown accustomed to John's abusiveness. Still, his slur against her mother infuriated Katie. Acting quickly, she pushed the button to raise the power window. As the window rose, John found himself trapped. He couldn't reach the keys, and he couldn't pull his head or arms out of the window. Unfortunately for Katie, he could still reach her. He used his hands to push and even slap her while screaming and demanding to be released. At this point, Katie turned off the ignition. The car was barely five feet from the garage. You did not just hit her, said Ingrid incredulously. He sure did, replied Katie. Then she tried to reason with her stepbrother. I'll lower the window if you'll let us leave alone and let us get going. I will leave you alone when you give me the damn car keys, demanded John. The standoff would have continued if Ingrid hadn't spotted a roll of silver duct tape inside the garage on John's father's workbench. She ran over, grabbed the tape, and rushed back to the car, telling her friend, Hold his arm still. What do you think you're doing? yelled John, but soon Katie had securely taped his wrists together, rendering him nearly helpless. We're teaching you a lesson, and it starts by putting you in your place, said Ingrid, as John tugged on the tape and tried to hit Katie again. It was no use. He was still held fast by the half-closed car window, and Katie easily immobilized him by firmly gripping the tape that was holding his wrists together. Katie had abandoned her efforts to back out of the driveway, and was now much more interested in learning more about Ingrid's plan to put John in his place. She didn't have long to wait.
Ingrid got out of the car and walked around inside the garage. She was looking for something, but she had no idea what it was. She finally found what she wanted when she came across an old length of garden hose. She smacked her hand with the hose, and it definitely stung. Ingrid, what are you doing? Hey, Ingrid, demanded John. I would have thought it, that would be obvious, said Ingrid. Hold his arms tight, Katie. You've got it, said Katie. She heard a whoosh and a smack as the hose struck John's exposed backside and heard him yelp in surprise and pain. Then she felt her stepbrother push forward, as if he was hoping that he could run away from his punishment by somehow escaping through the car. This is fun. How many do you think I should give him? asked Ingrid. At least a dozen, said Katie. No, screamed John. It sounds like he wants more, said Katie. Twenty it is, said Ingrid. With each blow, John seemed like less of a threat to Katie, the former bully of a stepbrother, who had just slapped her face while trying to take the car keys, was now shaking and blubbering in her arms as her best friend gave him the spanking he so richly deserved. Please, begged John, you can go to the mall, I won't stop you. John's tears were falling on Katie's lap. Her stepbrother wasn't looking so tough anymore. Sorry, that's just not good enough, Katie said, smiling and giggling at his satisfying turn of events. Ingrid put down the hose and went back to John's father's work table to get more duct tape. Returning with a fresh roll, she began to wrap the tape around John's ankles and then moved to immobilize his upper arms. Katie carefully lowered the car window as the tape wound lower and lower around her stepbrother's arms. Grab any tape or rope you see lying around, said Ingrid. Then we can start phase two. That's a great idea, said Katie. We can bring him up to my room. With his arms taped to his body from the shoulders all the way down to his waist and his hands pinned together, John was trapped between the two of them the girls had very little trouble controlling him. For good measure, Ingrid found an old dog collar and leash from John's childhood, St. Bernard. She strapped the collar around his neck and used the leash to lead him into the house. He had to hop awkwardly as his ankles were bound together with duct tape. The girls dragged him up to Katie's bedroom and placed him on her bed. Then Katie and Ingrid busily cleared out the space in her closet. I'm not going in there, said John, quickly guessing what their next move would be. You had your fun. Now let me go. John, you don't really have a lot of say in what we do to you, said Katie. If I were you, I would just sit there quietly and try really hard not to piss us off any further. Katie took the chair from her desk and put it inside the closet. Unlike some desk chairs, this one had no wheels. Okay, John, ordered Ingrid. You know what's next. Get on the chair. Of course, John refused, 
but soon he was unceremoniously dumped onto the chair in Katie's closet. The girls wasted no time securing him to the chair with the rope they'd found in the garage. You're so dead, threatened John, his face red with frustration and anger. Let me gag this bitch, said Katie, rolling her eyes. She raced over to her hamper, more out of excitement than any fear of what John would do, and pulled out a couple of pairs of dirty panties. John shook his head and tried to clench his jaws, but Ingrid pinched John's nose shut and waited patiently for him to run out of air. When John finally had to open his mouth, he found himself gagged with Katie's worn panties. She saw the look of revulsion on her stepbrother's face, even as she wrapped more duct tape around his head to hold the panties in place. Well, you have fun while we're at the mall, said Ingrid. We shouldn't be gone for more than four or five hours. John struggled against the tape and rope holding him in place, but it was a totally futile gesture. As an afterthought, Katie reached into his pants pocket and pulled out his wallet. John screamed into his gag. Great idea. You never know. That might come in useful, said Ingrid, as she shut the closet door, leaving John in darkness. The two girls left the room, giggling arm in arm. The girls had been shopping for three hours when they stopped for pretzels and sodas. I love the thought of my idiot stepbrother stuck tied to that chair in my closet, said Katie. It serves him right, said Ingrid. I just wish we weren't going to have to let him go, sighed Katie. We do, and we don't, said Ingrid. I've been thinking. What do you mean? asked Katie, her eyebrows arched. Well, you saw how he reacted to the spanking in the garage, said Ingrid. I'm sure he would like to avoid a repeat. <laughs> I'm sure he would, giggled Katie. But how do we do that again? He's not that big or that tough. He might be able to bully you one-on-one. -on -one, but he wouldn't stand a chance against both of us, said Ingrid. If you're going to get him in line, now is the time while your folks are away. If we do this right, we'll have him well-trained by the time they get back. I don't know if I have it in me to be that mean or that rough, said Katie. If you don't do something about him, he's only going to get worse, said Ingrid. He's already hit you. If you let this escalate, you'll be sorry for sure. Yeah, I know you're right, sighed Katie. But what do you suggest? Put him on a spanking regimen, said Ingrid. Another thing, those heavy jeans and boxers of his provide too much protection. Well, we have his wallet. There was like 200 in there, plus I saw at least one credit card, said Katie. Perfect, exclaimed Ingrid. I'm thinking we should buy him some panties and short shorts, maybe even a skirt or two. That will humiliate him and make him easier to control. 
plus the spankings will hurt even more than his pride. John's not going to like this, said Katie in a sing-song voice. You mean the little bitch tied up in your closet? Who cares what he likes or doesn't like? We'll take care of him, but good, assured Ingrid. Back in the closet, John had long since given up thrashing around. After three hours, all he had succeeded in doing was tiring himself out. The girls had restrained him very effectively. And by that point, he realized he could only sit immobile, helpless, bored, and frustrated in the darkness of his new stepsister's closet. John could hear the laughter and heavy footsteps as the girls raced up the stairs to Katie's room, and he could not have been more thrilled that his release seemed close at hand. Still, he forced what he hoped was a menacing glare onto his face. Wasn't about to let his stepsister and her crazy friend think he was happy to see them. When the girls made it up the stairs and into Katie's room, they threw open the closet door. <laughs> they laughed out loud as John blinked his tear-soaked eyes pathetically in the harsh glare of the light. The girls were delighted to see John exactly where they had left him, and they rejoiced at their captive's miserable plight. Oh, brother dear, called out Katie, we're home. We bought you stuff, yelled Ingrid, giggling along with her best friend in anticipation of their big reveal. Much to John's distress, Katie began to take his picture with her phone. Oh, don't pout, said Katie. We have so much planned for us to do. As Katie removed the tape from her brother's face, he began to push the panties out of his mouth with his tongue. As soon as he could, he screamed at them. If you want that gag back in, keep it up, challenged Katie. This isn't funny. Let me go now, demanded John. With John screaming and fighting, the girls untied him from the chair and threw him roughly onto Katie's bed. He flopped around like a fish with his hands and arms still firmly taped. Ingrid climbed on top of him and easily pinned him down. You're still fighting us, brother, said Katie. That's a huge mistake. Now it's my turn to beat the crap out of you. Walking over to her vanity, Katie retrieved her favorite hairbrush. It was an old-fashioned hickory brush that had been gifted to her by a favorite aunt. No, you wouldn't dare! You can't! cried out John. Oh, she can, and she will, taunted Ingrid, as she bounced up and down on the helpless boy. Katie unceremoniously pulled John's pants and boxer shorts down to his knees. Truth be told, he hadn't been part of our family for very long, so there was no real feelings of taboo for Katie. 
she raised the hairbrush and brought it down with all her might under john's soft buttocks he yelped in pain and ingrid could feel his legs thrashing under her weight even bound as he was john squirmed and struggled as the pain drove him to desperation try as he might he couldn't escape don't hit him with everything you've got right away start slow and warm up his ass that way he'll be able to take more punishment if you absolutely pulverize his butt cheeks right off the bat they'll get numb suggested ingrid how do you know all that asked katie while you were trying on dresses i was reading up on spanking on the internet said ingrid sure enough katie was able to give john forty spankings without his behind going numb soon he was left a blubbering mess just begging and pleading with katie to stop spanking him all the fight had been beaten out of him from her position on top of the helpless victim ingrid easily took some close-up photos and even some videos of his humiliation on her phone if you want katie to stop do you promise to do whatever we say and not give us any more problems asked ingrid yes of course pleaded john i'll behave john might not have agreed so quickly if he had known what was coming next katie went into her bathroom and returned with a can of feminine shaving cream and a pair of pink colored disposable razors what's all that for sobbed john it's nothing for you to worry your fuzzy little head about said ingrid even as she watched katie pull his jeans and boxers completely off enabling her to spread the cool shaving cream all over john's legs soon katie and ingrid were using the pink razors to remove the shaving cream from john's legs along with the cream came all of his leg hair please don't groaned john as his male ego endured this latest degradation just relax said ingrid as she scooped a dollop of shaving cream off the razor and flicked it at john's nose you don't want us to cut you do you princess the girls were very thorough shaving john's legs it took them almost a half hour to completely remove all of his hair once they were finished shaving their captive ingrid spoke up katie do you have any lotion i don't want his legs getting all dried out sure that sounds like a good idea said katie lotion asked a puzzled john we want your skin all silky and sexy now don't we asked ingrid no i don't want sexy legs replied john too bad i didn't ask you said katie now here we go let's make those legs nice and soft once the lotion was applied the girls took their fingers and ran them up and down the frightened boy's legs there was not a hair to be found and the girls couldn't stop cooing mm, sexy and so pretty they taunted as john felt emasculated 
Can you please let me go now, pleaded John. Not on your life, teased Katie. We bought you all these pretty things, and it'd be a shame for you not to model them for us. What? asked a very worried John. Well, okay, you actually paid for them. But we picked them out, answered Katie. Ingrid grabbed a hot magenta g-string from a shopping bag and slid them up John's naked and newly shaved legs. You owe Katie. I was going to only get you all thongs. I can't wear these, whined John. I don't see what choice you have, said Katie. They are perfectly good panties. Very sexy, in fact. I don't want to wear panties, whined John. But his protestations were too little too late as a stepsister snapped the elastic of his new panties and smirked at his reddening face. Aw, you don't like wearing girls' clothes, sissy? Then you're really going to hate these, said Ingrid as she reached into the bag and pulled out a pair of low-rise magenta short shorts. With Katie's help, she pulled the flirty, feminine shorts up John's legs and buttoned them tight. So tight that John's crotch was flattened into a most feminine look. Then they slipped a plain, white training bra onto him and pulled him a pink crop top over his head. With his short hair, he looked like a sassy girl in the cute little outfit. Wow, doesn't his ass look great in those tight booty shorts, said Ingrid. I want to give him a spanking already. One last touch and you'll be free to swing away, said Katie, knowing that this was the final indignity that would really drive her stepbrother to the breaking point and beyond. She pulled a tan shoebox from a shopping bag and pulled out a pair of bone-colored open-toed sandals with three-inch heels. The girls delighted in slipping the heels in place on John's feet and buckling the straps at his ankles. Why are you making me wear all this stuff? asked John. Simple, you little sissy. Your dad seems like a nice enough guy, but somehow you've gotten an inflated sense of your place in the world, said Katie. Living with an insufferable brat like you for even a short period of time would really suck. I'm not that bad, replied John defensively. Yeah, you definitely are, said Katie. But don't worry, I'm going to take you down a peg or two, maybe five. When I'm done with you, I just know that you're going to be considerably humbled. I won't let you do it, protested John defiantly. You can't make me dress like a girl. See, that's where you're wrong, said Katie. With John tightly bound, it was relatively easy for the determined girl to hold down her helpless stepbrother. Ingrid grabbed the hairbrush and let John have it. His behind was still sore from the spanking that Katie had just given him, and though only ten sharp smacks struck him on his ass cheeks, he was instantly in tears. Stop it, please, begged John.
Do you still think we can't control you? asked Katie, getting in his face. No, you can, sobbed John. And do you promise to be good? asked Katie. Yes, just stop spanking me, pleaded John. Do you promise to be a good girl? added Ingrid. Katie put her hand over her mouth, but couldn't completely stifle her giggles at that. And at the look on John's face as he struggled between fear of greater humiliation and fear of more punishment. In the end, fear of pain won out. Yes, I'll be good. Oh, I'll be a good girl, said John, as if the words were as painful as the spanking. This G-string and the light shorts are much better for the spanking than those yucky boy clothes, said Ingrid. Not much in the way at all. Excellent, said Katie, gasping between gales of laughter at how completely she and her bestie had broken her stepbrother. And it hadn't even taken a whole day. I'm sure we're going to get plenty of use out of them, said Ingrid. Or rather, Jeanette here will. John started to protest against the humiliating new name Ingrid had chosen for him. But his butt still burned in agony, and so he thought better of it. Instead, he bit his lips to keep silent. An unmistakably submissive, demure, and girlish gesture that both girls noticed. They exchanged knowing looks and excited smiles. Jeanette, I love it. A pretty name for a pretty girl. Okay, good girl. Why don't you go on down to your room, and if you don't cause any problems, we'll free you before dinner, said Katie. I thought, began John, well, you thought wrong. Get to your room now, Jeanette, ordered Ingrid firmly. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Feminization Boudoir Podcast from Candy Apple Press. I'm your host, Kylie Gable. This week I don't have an interview. Um, we have a new recording uh, from Miss Jen Davis. It's called Spanked into Skirts. It's one that I wrote specifically um, for her to do a recording of. Um, and I'm going to have Jen on next week along with uh, Shayla Aspasia who will have another book in the College Changes a Guy um, series. Um, however, this week, just a couple things I want to talk about before we get started. Um, the first one is that I have uh, my webpage has kind of been redesigned. Uh, KylieGable.com has links to pretty much every single place you could want to go to find stuff from me or by me. Um, audios, books, you name it, sign up for the newsletter. That's at KylieGable.com. The other thing I want to announce, if you're over on Night Flirt, um, we have started a, um, well, I should say Claudia, has started a, a new uh, Night Flirt uh, profile, uh, Ms, M-S, and then Candy Apple, two different words. This was actually originally Claudia's idea, and it's a chance for... Uh, you to find some of these audios on Night Flirt now, as well as Clips for Sale. But also, it's a chance for um, anybody who wants to talk to Claudia, I would recommend using her other profile, um, Authoritarian Claudia. It's, it's actually cheaper. But 
the Miss Candy Apple Pro, Pro yeah, Miss Candy Apple profile is really up just to give us a chance to sell sell content on Nightflirt, and she'll take calls there. She'll chat with you there as well. Um, but just kind of a kind of a fun little new thing. So please uh, check out Miss Candy Apple if you want to buy some of these audios and you don't want to go to Clips for Sale. Okay. Um, without further ado. Um, I'm going to play to this week's clip, and it's from Miss Jen Davis. It's called Spanked into Skirts. And last time I had Jen on for an interview, she mentioned, you know, how much she really wanted to do uh, a spanking book. And I, I had sp some books with spanking in them, but I, I wrote one specifically with the idea of maximum spanking for Jen to record. And so she thinks it's the best one she's ever done. I think it's the best one she's ever done. It's definitely one of the top audios we, we've had on this podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. Here's Miss Jen Davis with Spanked into Skirts. <laughs> 